Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. Today, we are so excited to have Dave Cadoff with us and, of course, Christina. And uh, we're going to be talking all about trademarks and fi filing letters of protest and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? Oh, I know, God. right? The world's See most how funny he is? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just talking right before we went on live, I was uh, talking to Dave and I'm like, I don't know how you do videos on letters of protest and make it well, so entertaining. <laughs> I think they are such great videos. Thanks. Well, I'll see if I can maintain my streak during the live here and maybe <laughs> maybe make some of you guys laugh. Because really, it is, it's like, come on, really? It's like when you're old and crotchety like me, protesting comes naturally. But for you young people, you've got to learn how to spray people off your lawn. You, know, you haven't even gotten there yet. So now you can start by being doing letters of protest. And boy, do we need some. Yes. Prizes, prizes, everybody. Oh like my this. gosh. I cannot believe how the timing of this worked out. It's so crazy. Um, because I got a message today that that you know we couldn't have the guests we thought we were gonna have. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, the contest starts today. I wonder if anybody <laughs> from Trademark Watchdog wants to come on. Dave volunteered. So thank Happy you so much. It. Happy to do it. It's like it's just we've we've been around, I think Ken started the group. February 2018. So was, we've been around a little, little over a year. I was we've, so amazed by that because to me it feels like it just started and I was like, wow, it's already been over a year because I was looking back too. I'm like, oh my gosh, time is flying. Yeah. And this is like the last six months of letters of protest. So for wow. me, so, you know, there's a lot to do. There's a ton of them to do because more and more stupid people want to do more and more stupid things. And we don't, we want to stop them. It's like, it's not everything. But, well, yeah. Well, let's back up because I think a lot of people think they're doing the smart thing. Because like you think like, oh, filing a trademark, that's like taking your business to the next level. Like I think people think that they're doing the right thing sometimes. But yeah. what that's one thing we want to talk about. It's like, well, what, what does frivolous trademark mean like what what makes a, tra a, a trademark frivolous and what makes a trademark um legitimate you want to just dive right in we can just start right with the core of it i will <laughs> it's like what 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 pissed ken and i and other people off so that uh -huh. we had to go fill out letters of protest i can really tell you what my definition of frivolous trademarks is all right uh -huh. just, just one of the one person out there that feels strongly about this stuff so to me Here's what a frivolous trademark is. It's when there exists already a body of work or a lot of items for sale with a phrase. So like an example would be um, Unicorn Squad or Miawaka. You do a search for either one of those two things, and there are a ton of shirts out there with that already on it. So what happens is somebody comes along and says, well, I'm going to corner the market on that. Here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to file for a trademark. And I know what people say. They say, look, um, why doesn't the, the USPTO just deny it? Well, well, they can't. That's not how the process works. If you can fill out an electronic form properly and you have $225 on your credit or debit card, you can file for a trademark. Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you can file. And you know what happens when you press 
the button, the return button, and they take your money, a whole lot of nothing for about three months. They're <laughs> that's it. they do nothing. Gotta with love it. the government. <laughs> it's just they're they're backed up. I don't I I I don't really know the exact reason. I don't speak for that, them. That's always the explanation, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we're back up. Um, Always, at all times. (laughs) But they do nothing with it for about three months. It just sits there. They can't just deny them. They have to actually go through a process of examining them just to see whether they should be trademarks or not. There's Mm -hmm. rules and regulations. There's a law. You know, regulations are manifestations of a law. You have a law, and then a bureaucracy has to come up with regulations to enforce the law. So that's right. that's how it works. So the law was created, I think, in 45, 1945. It's been around a while. Needs yeah. some updating. But it, uh, it it hasn't. I don't know if it'll ever happen. I don't know what so, senator out there is excited about changing it, but it is the law we have. Well, so. well one thing is I want to see what would be an example of a, a time when you should file a trademark. Like, what is this, a trademark supposed to be for? Yeah, if it's something... That is that you're going to. Uh, that's a brand. It's all, like already a brand too. If you've got a brand, um, you know you can. I don't know. Make one up. It's like a monkey see, monkey do apparel. Um, you've heard of monkey see, monkey do, but how many people have the word apparel or clothing after it? And they've got a logo, and they've built, and they actually have gone through the trouble of building a brand. That's when you want to trademark it. That's the best time to trademark it because it'll sail through. Um, uh, If you've already and 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 it's not just putting monkey see monkey do on the on the um, front of your shirt. It's your branding elements. It's everything that when people see monkey see monkey do, they say, "Oh, I know where that comes from." That is a source indicator. So that's the what the uh, USPTO would would is supposed to be examining for. Is this trademark a source indicator? Does the general public understand that this brand or this logo or whatever is from a certain company? So and source that's, indicator. So that's a, that's a word to learn. Okay. So that's, that's something like where the brand is coming from. Something like, oh, that looks like a Nike shoe. It's like right. a source indicator. Okay. Exactly. You know, there's a in our group. There's something called Kadoff's law. Kadoff's law is the, <laughs> law, the laws and everything. The more you talk about trademarks, eventually somebody's going to bring up Nike. Yeah, it's just, it's well, it's because they—that's how you know how valuable a brand is. Right. You're well, going to say Apple, you're going to say Amazon, you're going to say Nike because they're big brands. We're talking about clothes, so that's why I picked Nike over like right. Amazon or Apple or whatever. But so, Nike's got to be one of the biggest clothing brands. I don't know what else is bigger. And when did they when did when did they come into existence as a company? Do you know, roughly? Nope. I think it's the seventies. I think they. I was going to say it's my whole life. I was born yeah. in the eighties, so I so, don't know. It is your whole life, not my whole life. Because <laughs> get off my lawn. Um, uh, but you, you, you know, you, for you, 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 you've grown up with it. You know what it is. Do you know when they trademarked the phrase "just do it for clothing"? A long exactly. time after that. Yeah, 90s? Uh, I think it was, I think it was 20, 2014, 2013, something And in the meantime, between when they started and when they built made shoes and then they eventually went into clothing, that was a long time. And they spent yeah. billions of dollars in advertising 
right. um, it, with that, with that, their name in that phrase to right. build up that that recognition. That oh, hey, I see what you mean. So they I, filed for a trademark well after, like they probably were saying it in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> now, if somebody had filed it earlier. Um, mm -hmm. They could have easily protested it because they didn't. They would have been like, "People, please!" You and, and I'm sure somebody at the USPTO would have seen that right away and said, "No, you're trying to confuse people that Nike that you're the same source indicator as Nike." It probably would have just gotten rejected. But ultimately, you know, they didn't feel the need to trademark it until some point in time when they. Just felt comfortable that they're they're known as a source indicator, not just for shoes, but for clothing. And that's when they did it. Well, this is really exciting. I love how passionate about you are about this subject and how knowledgeable. It shows you how boring I am in real life. No, it's just that's it's what it is. It's Come on, can you talk about anything besides trademarks? <laughs> no, I could. Well, I can. I, Say so one question I have is how did you get going down this trail? What made you decide to start this, you know, revolution, so to speak? Wow. Well, that's uh, that's uh, neat. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, it was uh, first Ken started the group. Ken Real started the group, and I asked to join like the second day after it started because you know bandwagons. Hey, man, got to get on the bandwagon. <laughs> and um, and look look what I got you know you recognize this? Oh, I was gonna say like a Hunger Games pen, but it I looks think. like a big fist. <laughs> I'm the hand of the Ken. That's what it is. Sorry, sorry, I'm funny that way. I'm funny that way. Ken made me the awesome. hand of the Ken. Thank you, awesome. Ken. Oh, with the hand, I see yeah, it. It's I from, was it's from Game of Thrones. Game my of friend, Thrones. My friend. Yes. Shakespeare's Workshop, if anybody wants one, get you. I get, I'm not an affiliate. I'm just an idiot that hangs around the house. Um, so, so, you know, why did I join though? Why was I passionate about it? Because somebody went after one of my phrases that I had been making money from. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. You guys are probably great at print on demand. I suck. I pretty much suck. I, I can one out of 400 design cells. It's just, I'm just, I <laughs> You're so, like, let me get my aggression out on trademarks. <laughs> right. So the one that was selling, somebody came in. Now, I wasn't the only one using the phrase. 50 right. other people were copycatting me. And no, I'm, well, maybe I was copycatting. And who knows? I didn't really know. I just did it. Um, and uh, then somebody wanted a trademark. And I'm like, that's not right. That's not fair. Yeah. That sucks. I need the money. I got kids going to college. This can't work like that. Just like, they yeah. can just come in and put me out of business. Well, they can if nobody does anything about it. They sure yeah. can, and they and that's what happened. So I f I filled out one. Um, uh, I mean, I didn't have a video, so that I mean that's why I did the videos is because I went through and powered through and yeah. figured it out. And then I said, well, maybe I can help some people out. Um, I figured it out by calling up the USPTO a lot. They're like, hello, Mr. Gadoff. 
What's your question today? Seriously. Well, well I could one up you and, and knock on their door if you want me to. You could. <laughs> if they don't answer your phone after a while, I, I live very close to the office. So. They're, they're really, they're, the thing to remember is they're, they're all just normal people. They all want to go home and barbecue on the weekends. They're, they're probably they're, my neighbors. Yeah, they're, they probably are. They're just like, they're, you, know how, you know how boring I think this topic is? Can you imagine doing it all day long? It's like, ah. Oh. No, no, no more. No, you're killing me, people. You're killing me. So they're they're just nice people. They'll answer all your questions. They're paid to answer them. They're bureaucrats. They get money for this. They that's that's their job. And they're very friendly. They're very nice. And I asked a lot of questions when I didn't know. I asked a question. If I didn't know, they had somebody call me back. And I just picked it all up. And then I just started. I, I worked out a system. If you watch the videos. I worked out a system where I could gather information or evidence very quickly and turn around and file it in like in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I've got one researched and filed. And it really is that fast, guys. Like you have to watch, I I don't know if I linked a specific video. I got to link it if I didn't, but you did a, a video like explaining clearly how to do it. And it really is so simple. It sounds complicated when you're like, oh, I got to gather evidence, but it's, it's like, you just go to a website. It's very quick. Yeah. And don't overthink it. I mean, it, yeah. I'll give you, a, let me just kind of walk through the process of what it looks like to the USPTO. Okay. Yeah. You, somebody has filed for a trademark. I told you it's sitting there for three months before it gets assigned to an examiner. Yeah. What they call an examining attorney, an right. actual real attorney knows the law and all that stuff. And they're going to, they're going to go out and determine whether this trademark should become a trademark. I will tell you, they do lean towards granting trademarks. Oh, hi, little puppy. I saw a little puppy go by. (laughs) Sorry about that. He likes to make an appearance every once in a while. (laughs) Okay, if he has a question, there's my answer. Um, So so that examining attorney, is they're going to go look at the application and make a determination. They got probably a half an hour kind of review it and go do their research. Not a long period of time. They're, they're not just sitting there stroking their beards, pondering, smoking a pipe, blowing smoke rings. <laughs> or None are they? Stuff. We really know. <laughs> no, or are they? I don't know. You, you can go. go. Go drive by. And if there's like all people in the parking lot smoking. And, you know, like Sorry, Dan. I'm here from Merch Watchdog yeah, to do right. an audit of the USPTO. I didn't know Gandalf was an examining attorney. Why are you blowing... <laughs> so, so these guys, this is what they do. This is really what they do all day is they handle these trademarks that, or uh, the, the applications. They review them, reject them, pass them on, whatever. Now, what happens to, for us is if we see one that we want to protest, well, you know, you watch my video or watch any other. There's other videos out there. Watch whatever you want. Figure it out. Ask questions. We'll help you. And then you send it in. Now, it doesn't go to the examining attorney. It goes to this smaller group of people called attorney advisors. Most of them are paralegals. Some are lawyers. Um, But what they do is they look at your letter of protest, and they look at your evidence, and they look at the legal basis that you fill out to see whether your evidence supports that legal basis. That's it. So if you generally, in general, what we do is we say use the widespread use argument. Basically, heck, folks, it's all over the Internet. You can buy this anywhere. 
widespread use. We just say it in legalese so that humans really can't understand it, just lawyers. <laughs> and then we give them evidence that supports that. We say, well, here's four different sites or five or 20 that have these different shirts on sale that have an or what would be an ornamental use. Ornamental, like an ornament, it's just right on the front. It's not really a brand indicator or a source indicator. It's just the funny on the shirt. That's yeah. it. So that examining attorney is going to, or exam, not sorry, the uh, attorney advisor is going to see, did we produce enough evidence to match that widespread use argument? If the answer is yes, they're going to take the evidence that fits, because they don't always take every bit of evidence. Like if you do Zazzle, they'll throw that out because they don't like Zazzle as a source indicator. Um, certain, yeah, certain things they like, certain things they don't like. But in general, you know, w the ones that pass, they will forward that on to the, uh, the examining attorney. Now, that examining attorney doesn't see the letter of protest. They have no idea whether it was me or you guys or who did it. All they see is the evidence and the legal basis that was used. So they get passed on in the folder. It's a literal folder, you know. <laughs> It's paper. They do. They still do paper. Okay. It's so crazy. It's really a folder. Um, I mean, it's still electronic, and it's a folder. So, like, all right, folks. Nineteen forty-five. I get it. Rules were different back it's then. It's so but, bad. It's but, so but, bad. So it goes on. Anyway. It goes on both kind of the folder and the the paper and the, the electronic. It goes on to the attorney advisor, and what he sees when he's examining. The, um, uh, the application is he'll say, oh, look, somebody had more time on their hands than I do. And they filled out this letter of protest. And they'll say, huh, they'll, they'll actually go out and check. Like, that's why you have to put the URL of where you got the stuff from. Because they'll go back and check. They'll go, well, let's see if that site still has that stuff. And they'll do their check. And they'll go and they'll say, you know what? That, that, I mean, the letter of protest was... was um, either denied or accepted by the attorney advisor. They're the ones who pass on the evidence. But when the examining attorney gets the evidence, they get to take it into account and decide, yeah, that evidence really, sh thank you for doing my job for me. I'm going to have my coffee break now. Um, and they take that, you know, they use it when they're making their decision. I know I'm making light of them. I've talked to a lot of them. They're really all, they really are hardworking people. They've got a, they, they yeah. Acts of paper, remember paper on, on their desk. And there you got a boss, yep. just like, well, we don't have. I've got an hour drive each way to work. Yeah, it's like ridiculous like, with traffic around here. And no matter like, where they live, it's going to take an hour. <laughs> and their boss is hounding them. You got to do 15 of these a day or whatever. Yeah. They got, they're going to make their numbers just like the rest of us. Yep. So um, they will accept it or reject it. And then if they accept it, then they usually do a, a, an action. Sometimes it's a final action. Most times it's a non-final action, which means the applicant has like six months to overcome it. But a lot of times they write these letters of, of these these um, actions that basically say, "Well, you can try to overcome it, but I'm not going to give you any way to do that." <laughs> I mean, it's really, it, it's basically you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do these five other things. Yeah. But if you can come up with something that I haven't thought of, hit me up. 
And you know, if they hire a lawyer, they do other things. Most a lot of people just abandon it at that point. Yeah, because I mean, especially with t-shirts, it's probably people that are just like, oh, I have this great idea. Let me trademark this phrase. Well, they're and they're cackling with glee. You know, the <laughs> oh, I'm gonna call yeah, I don't know about all that. Unicorn squad. I will own every unicorn squad too, and nobody will make any money. But it's like, come on, people. So, <laughs> They're just entrepreneurial. They're not trying to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, some people, I'm sure, are, uh, are innocent. No. Why don't I just try to corner the market? Like, they want to corner the market. Ahead. You can try. We're just going to make it a little harder for them. Yeah, we're not going to let you. Yeah. So, so that's it. So, you know, there's other things that can happen if they accept, if they deny. A lot of times the, um, the uh, examining attorney will say, nope, don't. I, I, I read the letter of protest or the so, review the evidence, not, not into it. Just not going to, doesn't work for me. I'm going to let it pass through. Well, you can file another letter. Of protest. I had decaf coffee this morning instead of regular coffee. <laughs> Unacceptable evidence. Unacceptable. Yeah. Terminate. Terminate. So I don't know. You got to be a Doctor Who fan, I guess. For exterminate. There we go. That's for the Doctor Who people out there. Um, so so so, what do you do then when when an examining attorney uh, doesn't accept your evidence? Well, you, you get somebody else to file. I was just going to say, I'm like, give it to Dave. Yeah, and then there are. Here's what some. This happens more times than I'd like to see. What happens is. Um, an attorney will accept your letter of protest. And then the applicant's attorney turns around and calls them up on the phone and says, hey, can I send you a case of beer? Or something like that. I don't know that they really bribe people, but maybe, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not there. You're there, you can go knock on the door. I don't know but, if they'll answer, but. <laughs> but but like, then, why does this lady keep circling the USPTO? <laughs> I don't know. So, so. Then the examining attorney might turn around and say, you know what? That attorney made a good point. I'm going to turn around and let it go through. Well, what do you do then? Do you file another letter of protest? Do you really think that that attorney is going to change his mind again? I've never seen it happen. If they change their mind once, that's all you get. They're not going to change it again. So you're, you've got to do something else. Well, what you can do is wait until the trademark is published for opposition and is literally published in an electronic magazine that just on a certain day they're every Tuesday and it just says okay people you got 30 days to oppose this you can do a letter of protest during that 30-day period the nice thing about that is it doesn't go back to the examining attorney mm -hmm. it goes to somebody else in the commissioner's office essentially one of the deputy commissioners basically a boss of a boss, right? There's a chimney attorney, a boss you, of a boss. Well, because we've had have to this do down it. Pat. Oh, yeah. We've had to do it. We've had to do it a bunch of times. Do you know all their names, like everybody that's there? Well, Ken's actually met a couple of them face-to-face. -face. I know I've spoken to a bunch of them on the phone because they're like, can you get rid of this guy? <laughs> I'm going to send him to you now. Okay. <laughs> Administrator for transferring you to Department L31. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> They're like, oh, your turn. So, so, um, but what happens a lot of, sometimes with the commissioner is they send a sternly worded memo back to the examining attorney, basically saying, you messed up. Clear error, whatever. You should reconsider what you were doing 
Then they change their mind. When, when a boss's boss says you should change your mind, they change your mind. That happens. So that's how uh, sometimes you can overcome an attorney changing his mind, get one to change his or her mind twice. That's like the only way. And then after that, it's either file what they call oppositions, which are 400 bucks a pop before you talk to a lawyer, or file a cancellation, which is 400 bucks a pop and like several grand in having them um, file actual legal paperwork. It's just a real, it's, yeah. it's a real hassle, costs money, and your odds of success are lower. Mm -hmm. um, I love it, LOPs are free. It's, it's really cool that you guys have figured out this whole this whole process. So, so speaking of of the costs, once it's, you have to officially go to um, opposition, what does trademark watchdogs use the money for? Is it used for stuff like that, or is it used for other things? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. And normally, I'd have a joke to put in there, <laughs> but I, I won't because people will believe it. Somebody, yeah. I can't believe that they do that with my money. <laughs> we have a we have a VA who helps us out with a lot of the paperwork, but mm -hmm. basically most of it, you know, what we've used it for nothing yet. It's saved. Why? Because like an average um, uh, cancellation is like twenty five grand. It's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, we're getting two dollar, five dollar Patreon. Some some people are very generous. Right. I know some people <laughs> are very very generous. Um, and and thank you for being very very generous. But most people, I appreciate the two dollars. I appreciate the five dollars. But yeah. when you've got, we've got almost nine thousand people in our group. We've got a little over three hundred patrons. Mm -hmm. That's not a lot. We're thankful for every single one. Yeah. All right. Um, but it's hard to build a war chest at the rev at, at the pace that we're gathering money. So. Just so the bottom line is most of the money still there from day one, mm -hmm. and we will figure out the best time to use it. We actually might have. I say I don't want to. The reason I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, no, you don't have to. The reason, and really, is because I don't want to tip my mm -hmm. hand to that person that that we might be going after. You know, okay. so we'll let everybody know after we've filed whatever we yeah. have. <laughs> but there are several that we've been watching for over a year. Uh -huh. that we couldn't stop in the LOP phase. Uh -huh. We might have to, it's like which one is going to do the most damage to the marketplace. Uh -huh. and, and the more people that have, that would be, that would get a takedown, the better for us. Uh -huh. Because it gives, that, those are real people that get hurt. And truly, the USPTO does care about the small business people. They're like, they're not going to, well, if one small business person is going to try to put all these other small business people out of that matters. That does matter to them. So when they're when you're doing your, it's called the trial at the uh, the TTAB, the Trademark Trial and Appeals Board. Um, they uh, they're the people that handle um, like cancellations and oppositions. Mm -hmm. So the showing that it will do material damage to people that were already doing business matters. And that's kind of where we're at with some of them. Eventually, we're going to have to spend that money. But we, what well, the fear is, we start and then we run out of money. I got to pause you right there. I just looked at the chat and I realized my whole family's watching and they're all at Long Beach Island. So thank you. They're, they're all at a beach house with 26 people and they're all and, watching right now. And they are all asleep. 
Yeah. One person's watching and the rest of them are like, why does she do this? Why does she? I know. I know. Last last year when I was at the beach this this time, um, we had Neil Lassen on. He, He and I did the did this show from from the beach. This year I didn't go. I'm I'm still home because um my husband's in the National Guard and he has a five-week training that starts next week. And so we couldn't take a week off work when he's about to take five weeks off and go travel. And I didn't want to miss his last week home. So I well, didn't I go to certainly, the beach We certainly appreciate his service. Oh, and the reason I'm here is because nobody asked me to do anything. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So Dave is so funny. I don't mean to interrupt. You were on a point and I just got distracted with my family. But I, before the show, I was telling him, I'm like, you are so funny. And I had no idea he actually was a comedian before. You got to tell us about that. A bad one. <laughs> I, I, I really, I did stand up. I did improv. I loved improv. I could do improv. Well, this is improv. I like, I love it. It's so, because people don't, they're, they're like a lot more easygoing on an improv because they're like, ooh. I don't want to do that. I have to be funny and I don't know what I'm going to say up front. No, 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 no. You do that. You're good. Stand up. It's a little less forgiving because people, well, they, they sort of know that it didn't come out the, that you've been practicing or you've done it before, right? People sort of know that. They're expecting a little higher well, level of humor. Yeah, they're going there specifically for someone to make them laugh. So it's like Better a lot of pressure. Laugh. That's why there's a two drink minimum, pal. Help us out here. Have one more drink. That's that's it. But improv really is. It's you just get a framework for being something they they want you to do, and you have to make people laugh. And it's just like it really is like walking a tightrope without a net. It's so thrilling when when people are really rolling. You're like this. Wow. I wish I got paid for this. But boy, it felt it, it does feel good. You're making somebody laugh on purpose when you know they're gonna you're gonna say something you're gonna laugh. Is there anything? There's nothing better than that. That's why I had kids so that I could just practice all the time and make them laugh. I wonder if there's other people that have that reason. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the, my number one reason. Yeah, they'll they'll have to laugh. Now they don't. They're both, you know, one just graduated high school. One is going to be a senior. Now it's like. You know, no. Ah, Dad, that was funny when we were six. Got to get new material. Like, no, I don't. We've heard that joke before. Yeah, I need. Well, a new everybody material. in the chat saying you're hilarious, and uh, well, somebody else said they went to improv. Also. Who, oh, awesome! Which one? I did comedy sports. It was called. They had a referee. You get flagged for a groaner. It was just with so much. If you've got a comedy sports in your area, go. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if I do. I haven't heard of that one. I know. It's like it's, they're obscure because people, performers, and about half of them end up crying after every show because they were so bad. I'm never Aww. doing that again. They were so Like, yeah, you stunk. That's why they were me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I – I, I, oh, there's a puppy again. Um, get back on, on topic. Yeah. Do we have to get back on topic. We don't have to. No, fine, were you about to say something that, about the topic, though, or was it another improv story? <laughs> are there, are there, are there, are there any um, uh, questions? Questions? Yeah, Steve actually just posted one. He said, Stephen Moore. He said, "Is there a way to create a bot automated process to scrape new filings, autofill an LOP, open tabs, 
and autofill a TM phrase to pull up evidence? Um, I'm, I'm, I bet there is. I, I, there's somebody out there smarter. It's like, uh, no, how are you going to make money from that again? <laughs> this is all a free process. It's hard okay. enough getting people to do it manually, and it doesn't take that much time. And that's yeah. really what I've been stressing over and over when I do these is that the first one takes the absolute longest. The second right. one is a breeze. The third one's a breeze. Ian, you don't even have to overthink it. It's like if you give I... evidence that they don't like, they just won't pass it on. Don't relax. It's still they at least relax. trying. It's making an effort and it makes a big yeah. difference. And I love that you guys are doing this contest because I think that really will help people get more involved. So I think we can transition into talking about the contest because I think that was genius. Yeah, um, and I love how all the groups added more prizes. It's like yeah. up to 40 or so, right? Right. Well, I'm going to win it. So everybody. Can. I was just going to say, I'm like, are, do we have a chance to win? Or we're probably uh, no, I'm, not I'm allowed. Locked, uh, I'm locked. The hand of the can does not, cannot <laughs> enter. Um, yeah, no, it was, it, it was just something that the whole bunch of mods and admins have, we've been talking about it for a while and just getting it launched and stuff. Cause you know, we're all volunteers. I mean, right. I'm not doing this for the money and the perks. Because there aren't any. There are perks. But but there's you know, it's just because I, I believe. I just don't think that this should go on. It's a bad practice for business. So I want I can if I can contribute, I'm gonna contribute. But for you for the folks that haven't tried, we couldn't seem to get people to just to believe one of my videos because they're like, he's an idiot. So um, he, I'm not going to believe anything he's going to tell me. No. So now people, well, oh, you mean I can get a gift card? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. See, I'll I think one. it'll help. And I, I do too. And and really, we got gurued all over the place. We have so many great prizes that we'll give away during the course of the contest because so everybody stepped up. I, I, it just it was just awesome how yeah. much uh, how many how many people stepped up to help us, and that is really so appreciate it. I mean, not just getting on uh, uh, webcasts or like this, it's just that's all great too. And getting prizes for people, people mm -hmm. saying, well, we're not, we, you know, it's out of your wheelhouse, but you'll help them do other things. People are really responding to it. I think we're 20% of the way to our goal, in the, like the first day. That is so, so exciting. Isn't it? it was like, we're going to have in the comments. Post if you filed one today. Today is the first day of the contest. So say yes if you have filed one today. Um, maybe Christina, maybe we could do like a uh, like a lot a day or something where we're like everybody in Rich Money is filing them. That I think be, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. maybe we would do a competition with Joe Clay if he's participating. Oh yeah, we, we always do the like upload competitions for the day. This time it'll be like an LOP competition. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Awesome. Um, let me see. I think there was another question that came in. Uh, will you explain non-final action email sent status? Sure. That's easy. Um, generally, a non-final non action means that they haven't completely rejected the application. They send the reasons that they're going to reject the application, though, to the applicant, and they give them six months to correct any of those errors. As I was saying earlier, sometimes people get uh, one of those non-final actions and it's virtually impossible to overcome uh, what, what the mistakes that the examining attorney found. But sometimes you see stuff like bad specimen, non-final action, bad specimen. 
Well, that's really easy for them to overcome. They just have to get a better specimen, a better shirt with a tag or something that shows that whatever they were selling was in use in commerce. So those are easy to overcome if you're an applicant. Sometimes they've, um, you see this a lot where they'll, they'll go, well, I'm a, um, a class 025, which is apparel, and they'll list a ton of things, including things that aren't part of class 025 thinking mm -hmm. that I'm just going to sneak that in. Well, the government wants $225 per class. So if mm -hmm. you only put in, let's just say you did apparel and then you did cell phone accessory, you know, pop socket, right? Cell phone accessory. They go, no, that's an error. You need to pay us $225 to be in class 009 or which is where pop sockets and cell phone stuff falls or take that out. But you mm -hmm. get six months to fix it. So there's things like that that happen. So non-final, again, non-final action can be serious to, to virtually like easy to overcome. They're all different, but that's what it is. A six month period for the applicant to fix their application if they can. Okay. Thank and, uh, you for explaining yeah. all that. I would not have been able to do that. No, and a follow-up question to that same thing. They said, okay, so should we still file if something's in that status? If something's in a non-final action, you probably don't have to file. And the reason is it's already in it. Um, but you could ask in the group. And the reason I say that is because one of the moderators, one of the admins can go look at that non-final action and see that it's something that is impossible to overcome or really hard. Then you probably don't need to do it. But if it was like, a specimen issue, yeah, probably file it anyway, because specimen issues are easy to overcome. You know, we're in the print-on-demand business. They can print a, a new specimen and get it in hand in a couple of days, and then the examining attorney is going to say, oh, it looks good to me. Let's move it forward now. So if you've got other reasons beyond just a bad specimen, like widespread use, it's already in widespread use. People have no idea that it's you, what you're saying is – in, you're not a source indicator. They can't tell it came from your store or from you. Yeah, then you then you would want to file it. So case by case basis. Don't be afraid to ask. You can always hit me up privately. I'll I'll eventually answer. <laughs> it's, yeah, it can get overwhelming, guys. Guys, think about that when you message people. Like, if you don't get an answer, it's not because they're avoiding you. It's just that sometimes when you go on live shows, all of a sudden everyone has the same idea to message that person and yeah. it could be overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and I just want to say thank you to Amy. She said she filed five today. So that's oh my goodness. Great. You're in. You're doing, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like, she, what did she say? How, how hard was it? How, many, how long did it take her? She, I don't think she thought it was hard, but she does have a question. Um, cause she, I don't think she really, uh, was aware of the thing about awaiting examination. So if it doesn't say awaiting examination, is it still okay to file or it should always say? Well, it, de it depends on what it, what it, it says too. It could be, you know, a final action or that, yeah. that it's been, that it's going to be dead in a month or something like that. Right. Again, if you're not sure, just ask, we'll yeah. tell you, especially now with the contest, we know a lot of people are going into this, with no knowledge of how to do it. Yeah. So we're definitely and guys, if you mess up in the beginning, it's no big deal. <laughs> we're all learning. So yeah, you really we'll get can't. it. But if it is a waiting examination, that's about the best time to do it because okay. it's just sitting there. And when they assign it to an examining attorney, he's going to get 
the packet, right? The application mm-hmm. and the protest at the same time. And they're human. They are going to think something. They're just, it's just, if, if it comes later after they've examined the thing, then they have to go back and look and say, oh, well, I already made a decision. Do I want to remake my decision? Because then I'll look bad to my boss. That, that's a real thing. Oh, that's true. Humans think that way. They want to. It's more important that they look good to their boss than than they reject a trademark that might be iffy. Yeah. So, don't make them think. Don't make them think that thought. Mm-hmm. Give them as much information up front as possible. So, if you see something filed and the new trademarks are generally published four days after they're filed, um, that's the just the awesome, that's an awesome time. Let your letter of protest sit there for three months with the application. Won't hurt anything. Awesome. Nobody's gonna be like tapping their fingers, waiting for it to be assigned. It's, it'll move through the flow, the workflow of the USB. And someone, somebody was commenting about um, hoping that people in big tiers contribute. I think this is an example of something where tiers have nothing to do with anything, right? Everyone can contribute. We're all equal in this endeavor. Yeah. Absolutely. The USPTO couldn't, doesn't care at all about Yeah, tiers. they're not aware of our tier structure. <laughs> I'd be on a high tier, i got to tell you. I'll be on a high tier, but um, not like in real life where I'm not. <laughs> so, so uh, no, no. You're like, I have a pin. That's going to yeah, count. Yeah, I do. Hand it <laughs> That's important. Um, yeah, so just, and don't overthink it. it seriously, people worry so much about uh uh, how the formatting or it's like, here's the easy one. Make sure it's legible. I'll, I'll just tell you from my story is that I, I thought I was smarter than I really was at one point, which is, you know, any day that ends in Y pretty much. But um, I, I had figured out this workflow for getting evidence delivered along with a letter of protest and it worked. And then I'm like, Man, I can make it faster. So I made it faster. And then I got like eight in a row that were rejected. Just eight, like eight in a row that were denied. Like, wait a minute, I'm doing the same thing. What's going on? So at the bottom of every letter of protest, whether it's rejected or accepted, is the name of the attorney advisor that ex- looked at this stuff. Oh, that's how of, you know everybody's name. Picked one out <laughs> of the pile and said, um, I called her up. Directly, I got a direct number. Why not? Called her up and said, "Okay, what did I do?" And she, you know what she said? She said, "I'm so glad you called, Mr. Gadoff. Like that's my father. You know, that's the old joke. That's my Aww. father. Call me Dave. I'm so glad I uh, uh, that you called, Dave. I'm like, really? You're glad I called? We've been waiting for your call. What, what? do you mean waiting for? Did, did you call the IRS too? It's like, in, am I in trouble with them? Because if I am, I'm not Dave Gadoff. I'm somebody else. I'm Ken Real." That's who I am. Um, so, so she said, no, we were literally, she's like, we were sitting around a break room talking about you. I'm like, really? I'm that handsome. What am I, George Clooney? Come on. And so I'm not. So come on. What, what are we talking about? She's like, well, we get assigned these randomly. And it just so happened that a bunch of us got yours around the same time. And we were talking about how you used to present your evidence and how you changed and it forced us to change to, to start denying them and I'm like why because the stuff you printed out was too small we couldn't read it see we print out that's where how we know it's paper she's like it yeah it looked good on a pdf and you can zoom in 
but I print this out and eventually give it to an examining attorney and that guy wouldn't be able to read it. I'm not going to pass on stuff that he's not going to be able to read. I'm like, really? So if I send it in, but I do it the old way, basically it was like three across instead of five across. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, there was, that was it's the only thing. Like, why, why can't they why type can't? in the website and print it out? It's so ridiculous. I know, but they can't. That's not their rule. And they can't call me and tell me I'm doing it wrong. Really? They be, yeah, they have to be impartial. I can call them, but they can't call me and say, hey, stupid head. Oh my God. Mm, <laughs> so, but listen, they talked to me. They told me what to do. It wasn't. It wasn't like they gave me an unfair advantage. They had to wait for me to call, which I did. Nobody, how many people call? Nobody, you know. I'm just, so glad you did that. Thank you for that. Well, you're, you're welcome, but uh, it's just that curious thing. It's like, I knew I was doing it right. What was I doing wrong? It's kind of like, I don't mind being wrong as long as I learn what I did be to be wrong, because then it saves me time in the future. Being wrong is not so bad, as long as you can fix it in the future. And that's what they will do that if you're curious about why your letter of protest was denied. Call the person on that, that phone. I'm going to tell you something. They're bored. <laughs> They're super bored. They're waiting for their the lunch, their coffee breaks, smoke break, bathroom break, whatever they're doing. They're like anything to break up the monotony of the same thing over and over again. So give them a shout. They'll, 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 they might thank you for it. Just don't be a jerk. Yeah. Oh, gosh, up and yell at them. If you call them up and yell at them, the word will get around. Yeah. So no, no, don't do that. Be super nice, informative, thankful for the, and you'll get the right information. And you may make your own contact there who'll tell you what you should or shouldn't do um, when you're filling out letters of protest. Just like, I mean, how do I know them? Seriously, just from what I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm not, they did, they, they have no idea, well, they do now, but at the time they didn't know what Trademark Watchdogs was. Now they actually know who we are. We, That's so great. It doesn't take much sometimes to really make a big difference. Yeah, we, so I really appreciate you um, paving the way and, and learning all of this for us and then not only learning it and doing it, but then teaching everyone else. Yeah. That's a, a big effort, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, so, so happy and, to do it. Yeah, and guys, I saw some questions. People are asking where to donate, so that's good. Thank you so much. Um, there should be description in the description um, the Patreon link to donate. And there's also the rules of the contest in the description. So it goes from today until, what, 30 days from now? It goes till the end of July. I'm end of sure. July, so got okay. like 38 days. We got so, some extra days number, that's right. It's like, look, you're you can. Uh, there's like a first, second, and third prize, and then there's a, um, a participants prize. So if you just participate at all, you're in of the running for that. And then we're going to give out daily prizes because we. I told you we got guru guru stuff. Lots and lots of guru <laughs> stuff that sent away again. And, and it's just, thank it's, you, thank you, thank we're you. all just trying to help. So it's um, you know all of us are, are trying to help and participate and then it really helps if everyone else helps as well. So it's the more people we have, the better. Well, it, it, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you, it was getting a little disheartening there for a while. It was like try, our, our Patreon numbers were going down instead of up and people yeah. were just complaining about, about why 
what we weren't doing for them. Like, we're all just <laughs> folks. We're just volunteers. I got a million I things know, going I on. Like, like, just um, like you. You guys get this. I'm sure you get the same thing. Anybody brave enough to go on camera. On, yeah. on, uh, it just it, people sometimes just feel entitled to stuff. It's like, well, you yeah. know, they're like, they'll say, I want I this. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I want to be taller. So neither yeah. one of those things are going to happen. Sorry. Well, I think um, it, it's great that you're doing a contest. And I think things like that in the future days where we all do it together, all do LL, file LLPs. Because even if we just took a half an hour and did it, like just have a LOP hour, uh, it's more fun when you know everybody else is doing it too. Sure. <laughs> Sure. So, um, well, even if you spent some time just looking for one that you wanted to do, that's almost the hardest part for people. Just like, okay. well, which one should I do? Well, here's yeah. how there's, there's a way that you can not only go to the our ear table where we store the ones that people have uh, bird dogged for us, mm -hmm. but there's a way to go search uh, the USPTO and itself and you'll get a list of things and you can kind of go through and you'll find that mo 80% of the stuff is either like, what were they thinking? <laughs> stuff like it's never going to bother me. It's never going to bother anybody in PRD or, or it's stuff that's legit. Like something, um, uh, I don't know, car shop, right? Like Miyawaka car shop, a car shop that's in class, whatever automotive services mm -hmm. are. I think 045 or something like that. Um, you're like, oh, I'm not going to protest that. Why would I do that? Um, yeah. But you're going to look in basically class 025, which is apparel, 009, which is where pop sockets fall. And I think um, 14, 16, and 18 are like paper goods, um, bo uh, books, um, leather goods, things like, things like that, things that you can put stuff on. You can brand, you put your brand on stuff. And you know what? If people are putting their brand on stuff and you think that that's a legitimate brand, you do not have to file a letter protest. But if yeah. the person next to you thinks it should be, they have every right to do that. So we're not the arbiters. The best part about this whole thing is that we don't have to arbitrate it. We've got a whole organization, the USPTO. That's what they do. They arbitrate mm -hmm. this stuff for us. Let them do their job. They will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Ken saying that uh, there's going to be a rep they're trying to have a representative um, go to the Dallas Merch Conference in spring 2020. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, everybody plan on that Dallas in spring 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a couple questions okay. uh, for Dave. Um, can you tell me roughly how many LOPs have been filed by the people, you know, in the trademark watchdogs group? Yes, I can tell you very roughly. Um, it's above zero and it's less than, it's probably less than 500. I think okay. it's, it's probably, I think last year and Ken can put something in the chat, but when he went to um, a meeting, they told him how many, were filed and I think we did about 10% of them just our group. So I think we did a little over 300. There were like 3000 that were filed last year. And, um, you know, a lot of them went through most of our letters of protest were accepted That's and stopped real, like they stopped things that people were going to, you know, use as a hammer and try to, uh, corner of the market. So we had an, as a group, just this group by itself had an outside impact 
an outsized impact on the USPTO. It's why they know who we are. It's why they knew who Ken was when he showed up. And three, Ken is saying there was 300 filed from our group. I feel like that should be a, that number we should try to do like in a couple days or something. We should try to see if we can just do that all in one day. Maybe you know we should take a day this week and see if we can do more than 300 in one day. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm rooting you on and I will be around. Because um, it really only any questions. I watched the the video. It was like a thirty minute video, and most of it was just you know slowly explaining where to go. So actually doing it probably takes five or ten minutes. And um, if we yeah, got imagine. if we got a hundred people to participate, it's three each. Yeah, that so, wouldn't be tough at all. So. We got eight thousand plus in the group. So if we get a hundred. <laughs> Yeah, and you got a, we got about a six-month backwards window of of um, uh, applications to look at because it takes about six months for them to to like accept it or reject it and put it through like opposition, and then um, and then it sits there for a little while longer while they're getting ready to grant the trademark. So um, so like from today back six months that's about the time you could find something that's still protestable. It's okay. not, okay. Right? Any, you could go back eight months, but it's probably out of opposition by then if it was going through or it had already been denied. So um, basically, if you look from today back three months, you're gonna see the majority of them haven't even been examined. Let's go get them, let's get them. And don't ha we don't have to sit in the class 025, which is just apparel. You can do the paper goods thing, uh, that, that class. Um, you can do the leather goods, which are like handbags and things like that. Um, you could, uh, like I said, 14, 16, 18, I'm not sure exactly what they all are, but I know they're all something that, that is in the print on demand business. You could do you know, anything you can, if you look at a class and you see something in that class that, belong, that you've seen on a print on demand platform, you could, protest the uh, protest uh, the trademark if they're going for that class. And let me tell you, there are people out there that spend a lot of money. They'll go and they'll spend $1,000 trying to register one term for five classes. And the good news is you really only have to pick one that shows um, widespread use. You don't have to do all five. Okay, perfect. Wow. Christina, what day do you want to do this? What's your, I just want to do an hour one day this week. I'm I'll good Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So Perfect. let's do let's do Wednesday, right in the middle of the week. It'll give us a day to talk okay. about it tomorrow. Yep. And we'll Wednesday, see, like, you know for anybody who has real jobs. <laughs> All right. We're gonna do a lunch hour LOP session on Wednesday. Everyone yep. can do this. We'll all learn together. <laughs> we yeah. have to do at least 300 because that is how many they've done so far. So we got to do it all that one hour on Wednesday. Yeah. Right. And what will happen? So, you know, so I've seen Ken comment and I've seen things like that. But, um, you know, by filing, by having this massive action mm -hmm. um, all at the same time. What are we hoping that that will, um, I guess, uh, bring up with the USPT? 
uh, PTO. We want to we want to break the wheel. Like, okay, that's what we want to do. We want to break the USPTO in a good way. It's just like we've been doing this for a while, and they like what we do and how we do it because we give them good evidence. We do it the right way. We're not trying to overwhelm them by like filing the same trademark 14 times uh, or the same LOP for the same trademark 14 times, which you shouldn't do. You shouldn't do ever do that. Um, but what we want them to see is, is that we, th what we did was only the beginning and we can turn on the faucet, the, the hose and, and let them understand that there's a lot of this out there that needs to be taken care of. And then they're the ones, you know, that go out and suggest regulations. Um, Congress doesn't give them to, to them. They, uh, they give them to Congress who approves them. So what we're trying to do is get them to understand how bad this is for just business in general. Um, it really does hurt particularly small businesses. Yes, there are some super big bullies, like Under Armour is a huge trademark bully. Mm -hmm. But most of them are just people like us who are just trying to get along and want to make dumb T-shirts with dumb stuff on it and sell it to people and make five bucks a T-shirt. Um, it's fun, right? But we don't want to be put out of business six months later because somebody else came in after us and decided they wanted to corner the market. So there's just structural things that have changed in the marketplace since 1945. Pretty Imagine sure that. And we can name at least two things that have changed since 1945, right? And um, it's, it's really, they got to upgrade. They've got to up, and they do, you know, they actually have responded to what we've done by changing how long some things will take. Seriously, they've said, well, now it's going to take, now it's going to take longer. <laughs> you know? Like, well, that's not what we were going for. We would have opened something better, but we'll take that. At least yeah. we know that they're watching. And we don't want to hurt them in any way. We, we, we just want them to be responsive to this. And imagine with all these coming through, they're going to have to go through and change the hours for people. They're just, they, they need more people because there's a certain amount of time they have. Um, they go to Congress and they say basically, you know, it only takes 12 months to get from application to issue a trademark. Only. Thank you. Only. Well, yeah. let's make it 16 months. And then we'll see how Congress likes that. And what do they say to you then? So we're just trying to yeah. give them notice that people, real people, real business people have a problem with what's going on and it calls attention to it. And it gives the commissioners actually ev uh, evidence that they can say, hey folks, look, this isn't us saying this. This is, these, these are your voters. Mm -hmm. Your voters are saying this. Boy, that matters. That's the yeah. thing that matters a lot. Yeah. So, so actually, just another pitch out there. If any of you have a senator or a representative on the Judiciary Committee and they're ever in your area and you can go to one of their um, open houses, go and bring this issue up. Hmm. Because the, writing a letter is not going to help. Um, a petition isn't really going to help. But you know what? Asking a question in front of 200 other voters, oh, yeah, that's going to help. So yeah. 
You just, you can do that. And they'll, again, they're there. You voted them in. They're, they're, they will listen. They might not do anything, but at least you brought it up to them. And some legislative affairs assistant is going to write this down and they're going to follow up. So it gets on their plate somehow. And the more people that do it, Imagine if, imagine if everybody on the Senate Judiciary Committee said, you know, last time I was at a, <laughs> one of my open houses, somebody asked about trademarks of all things. And then somebody else says, are you kidding? I got the same question. Are you kidding? I got the same question. I have question. the same that circles the USPTO every day. That's they wait that's for me right. to walk in. Somebody's stalking the USPTO. They're terrified. Just terrified. Yeah. So, you know, just talk to talk to. The best thing is in person. The second best thing is over the phone. But the difference between phone and in person is like. Right. Well, definitely let me know if you know of any events or things happening in DC or Alexandria, which is, I think, where the USPTO is, because I'm here. So I can go over Thank there. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is fantastic. I can't believe it's already nine. Um, do we have any more questions in the. Um, oh, good night, Tim. I can't believe my whole family's having to watch. Yeah, this, Long uh, Beach. Let's hear from Long Beach. <laughs> While they're at the beach, there's so many better things they could be doing. <laughs> like they, they could be filing letters of protest right now. Yeah, what are they doing? <laughs> Twenty people I should have had it put to work. Yeah, exactly. What are you guys doing not, on the couch? Get working. As long as they're not uploading my bonfire uh, bonfire designs, it's like yeah, stay out of my niches. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. Gosh. Well, this is exciting. I mean, imagine, you know, there's 9,000 people in the trademark watchdogs. We've got, you know, 8,000 people in our group. Can you imagine if just, if one, if every single person just filed one LOP in the next, you know, 38 days? Yeah. I mean, that would get such, I don't know, it would get noticed and really could make a change to this whole industry. Yeah. So. I go for Wednesday is to have 100 people file three each during our yep. hour lunch LOP upload extravaganza. That's well, <laughs> yes, that would do it. So. That would be like, even then, you know, there's a computer report, I'm sure, every day at how many are filed. And to yeah. go from however many are filed, 10 a day to 300 in a day, for yeah. everyone is a different trademark it's not 300 for one trademark it's yeah. 300 different ones exactly. that would that would be somebody would run down a hall to talk to somebody about that somebody you know yeah. somebody would get it barge into a deputy commissioner's office and say hot off the press look at this and we gotta do it on wednesday not like a friday everybody that i know in the government is like Working from home on Fridays, and we got to do it before <laughs> July Fourth too, right? Because summer yes. vacation time starts. Yeah, and July it's summer 4th. vacation, so yeah, got let's, it. We like we any, it's probably going to push it to sixteen month wait yeah. time. That's it. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. exciting. All right, so three hundred on Wednesday, guys. Yep, and as many as possible. I mean, this contest is a great incentive for people to do as many. So, join us Wednesday. We're going to show you how easy it is, and then you know, get your butt in gear and win some prizes. So yes. Yeah. We're going to file a prize probably. <laughs> yeah. But also so. we, Christina even donated two really big prizes. So that was awesome. Guys, 
again, this is like, thank you for doing that. Thank you for giving me the time to uh, pontificate about a boring subject for an hour. Um, <laughs> and, and then I'll be, I'll be like the least important person in my house again after this is over. Aww. Like, oh, I am again. Uh, okay. Well, Did you at it's... least bring the hammer with you? Do you have your, your hammer? I don't know where without it. Yay! I'm so my, glad you did it. My hammer. Are you kidding me? It's like my hammer. <laughs> That's it. It goes everywhere. You never yes. know. You never know when you have to smash a trademark. <laughs> well, we'll be smashing 300 of them on Wednesday. Let's go. Gonna have to print out a bunch of stickers then and send them off to people. I get these little trademark uh, or trademark hammer stickers. Really? Oh yeah. my god, I love that. I mean, oh I my gosh, we have to get everyone to get a L. If you're in merch money, you have to have own one of those stickers. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Let's see if I can find one. I've been giving them out like uh, candy. We I don't know what to do, but I'll figure it out. That's why I do it Wednesday at lunch, and we'll uh, record it. I'll I'll go live somehow, Facebook or YouTube, and we'll record it, how to do it. Oh, there you go. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Yeah. People, I will. Some, this is like the best prize. I mean, who needs an iPad with an Apple Pencil? You need an iPad with an Apple Pencil and a hammer. That's the you need a hammer badge of honor. That's you it. You need watching, listening later on the podcast, he's showing amazing hammer stickers that you definitely want. Well, <laughs> we can print some up and we can get them to you. So just we'll see how many how many people file a trademark and. We'll see if it'll bankrupt me. Yeah, so Wednesday's the day, guys. And even if you can't do it at lunch, it's fine anytime this week. But we're all going to do it uh, noon Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. We're going to have an LOP lunch party. All right? Awesome. Good luck, everybody. I all think. right. Thank you so Go much. Go for it, man. Go we'll for it, everybody. We'll see you guys all next week. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks again. Bye. <laughs>